Bad, immoral, and wrong. This is the Modern Eater Show. Piping hot and delicious. The Modern Eater. Food, 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 And now your hosts, Greg Hollenbeck and Jay Parker. All right, yes, indeed. Here we go. 602 live in the Mile High City. Greg Hollenbeck, Jay Parker, Chef Nikki Olds. We're in studio on this lovely Saturday evening as we wind down a summertime and uh, just so happy. It's things that we've got great food in studio, courtesy of Summit Steakhouse, and we'll catch up with Hopi Mondale here uh, shortly. Uh, Jay Parker. And Chef Nikki Oles, how are you guys doing? I'm great. My chair's a little low today, but I can see your eyes, so that's a good sign. <laughs> <laughs> Nikki is low. I'm doing well, Greg. How are you? Great, great. Uh, big show tonight. Again, we just said, uh, and she'll join. She's in studio with us. Brought some delicious food. Wait till you guys see the spread that she has in the control. I don't know how Steven's able to control I know, himself going to? over there. You got to get down on some food, my <laughs> man, uh, and report back, please. We've got to report back. Um, Summit Steakhouse coming up, but also in the kitchen and uh, Kat Tavella and she, uh, Chef Elise Wiggins. That's a good one coming up, huh, Jay? Kathy Villa. It's uh, an amazing place. If you haven't been, I strongly uh, suggest that you do. Open kitchen, but open kitchen in the sense to where you, you can sit right next to them and watch them cook. That's more and more of that concept, awesome. Nikki, right? Absolutely. And people want to see that, right? There's action. And the more you can see when you're going out to eat and be close to your food, I always think that's important. I love to see it just because I want to keep half the time I go into a restaurant and I'm not really familiar with much. I want to go take a look around in the kitchen Me anyway. Too. Me too. You know, I'm sn- I snoop around a little bit anyway in general, but when you can see it happen, it's cool. And then you get to listen to them talk and. I like that. Action-packed uh, eater show right there. And then the drinker, we've got some good stuff. As we ramp up to Micro Brewfest uh, next Saturday, about this time, we'll all go either, boy, this was the best idea we've ever had or the worst idea that we've ever I had. I it's a life. pretty great idea. Lots of tickets are sold. I'm very excited about it. It's Micro Brewfest. Information, microbrewfest.beer. 50 craft breweries. Can you name them all? Hundreds of beers poured. Maybe. I've looked at them <laughs> enough. Maybe I could. I do. I'm impressed. 1 to 5 p.m. downtown. It's uh, four sprawling acres of land. It's right behind the Crafty Fox and Bogey's Beer and Wine on Fox Street. But again, 50 craft breweries. You can't beat this. And this is a prelude. And I, and I hate to go off the, uh, you know, kind of dovetail off very successful things like Great American Beer Festival. But you didn't get your tickets, man. Hey, you can <laughs> Yeah, go you're missing out. Grab some up for this because it's a couple weekends before Great American Beer Festival. Again, uh, this Saturday, September 23rd, microbrewfest.beer, all the information. But we're going to give away some tickets on this show tonight. Uh, what do you guys think? I think that's a great idea. Okay, so here's the first question. And, you know, listen, we deal with beer, food and beverage, uh, libations all the time. But And I was wondering if this question would be too easy. But uh, first caller at 303-713-TALK, 303-713-8255, that knows what IPA stands for, gets two tickets to Micro Brew Fest. I mean, I don't think that's uh, well, too easy, friend, man. Yeah, I mean, sure. listen, no googling. googling. The whole thing the is time. first person oh. on, in the shout in the shout of our voice right now. Three zero three seven one three talk. Three zero three seven one three eight two five five. Thirty five bucks a ticket. Uh, unlimited pour. Fifty breweries. Uh, yard games. Food trucks. Uh, music. Live music. Mm-hmm. Teen Turtles going to be there. DJ. You know anything about DJs? Um. I like to dance to them. But I was wondering, the last time we were at an event there, you could bring dogs. Is that possible? No. Good. I mean, not good. I mean, I love dogs, but I feel like... No kids a, either. No chill. Well, it's 21 and up, right? That's right. 303-713-8255. Anybody who knows what IPA stands for. Is Stephen worked at a liquor store. For Is he dialing in right now? No, no, no. He, um, and I said, hey, man, you know what IPA stands for? He got it wrong twice. Oh. Can I just... I don't. I, I Chef Nicky doesn't know what the answer is. You don't? Either. No. Really? Serious? Pale ale at the end. Oh, I'm giving it away. Maybe I don't. I really don't know. <laughs> I really have, have no idea. Have you ever watched that? Well, luckily someone's calling right now. Have you ever watched that show, um, the, the Pyramid? Yeah. $100,000 Pyramid? Yeah, where they say the secret word. You can't say the word within the thing there. But Maybe I don't you know if that's buzzed, actually right. No. Off the show. It's like that Saturday Night Live skit where she says the word. 303-713-8255. And then uh, don't worry if... Um, 
if you don't get this pair of tickets, again, that's a $70 value. If you don't get this pair of tickets, you uh, will have another shot within the next hour and a half. So looking forward to that. All information, microbrewfest.beer. Ska Brewing Company, uh, David Thibodeau will be on, the owner. And it just so happens that uh, Mr. Dave Thibodeau brews one of my favorite beers. Mm. It's the True Blonde. Oh, I've never Ska had Ska Brewing Company. It's a delicious beer. Delicious. Wait, Ska Mexican makes lager. Mexican they have lager. a good Mexican yeah, that lager. Yeah. Awesome. And Upslope uh, oh, yeah. makes a really good blonde as well. I'm sensing a theme here. It's a lager. It's a lager. <laughs> uh, but so good. So people are calling in for that. But, but here's the deal is that you can win again. The next one's going to have to do with... Um, Types of beers. Just so, just get that wrong. Probably don't know the answer to that either. So, looking forward to next Saturday, the twenty third, microbrewfest.beer, and hopefully we're doing a broadcast over there next Saturday at the Crafty Fox, which will be cool. So, let's just jump into it right now and introduce this gal. She's been sitting patiently in Hopi Mondale. How are you, Summit Steakhouse? Welcome to the Modern Eater Show. Thank you. Thank you for having us. Do, Do you know what IPA stands for? Now I know the last two words. Oh, no, that's not true. That's not true. <laughs> well, I guess it wasn't as easy as you thought it was going to be, huh? Hey, listen, I probably, you I'm know. Sorry. That's okay. I mean, I'm, I'm, I feel smart because I it's know it. It's the first word that'll hang someone up. Yeah. I believe. Yeah. Well, yeah. people called in and just dropped off. Did you just kill them right away? I would have took, taken them on the air and played with them a little bit there. Steven. You got tickets. You don't know. Maybe they didn't get hey, it right. Hey, man, I want, yeah, I wanted to play around with these guys on the air. Next time, all right? Next time. All right, we have a winner. We have a winner. <laughs> Stop it. Hopi, <laughs> um, he won, so do you know what IPA stands for? Um, uh, not to put you on the spot. Is it Indian Pale Ale? It is. So it close. Is. Oh. It's, a, it's not, I see, I want to say international, which is also wrong. Not even close. No, come on. Jay, I mean, let, let, let you get it wrong. I've, oh, this is a trick question then. No. I, Indian. No. No? It's India Pale Ale. India. Oh, India. Uh, oh that was so close. <laughs> I told you it was Do we, close. Can you explain that? Well, they, so Indians, there's Native Americans. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's uh, Indians that uh, absolutely live across seas in the Middle mm-hmm. East. And uh, India is a specific location, not um, of people or of descent. So there's the delineation there for you. But why is it India Pale Ale? Like, oh, where okay. does that, sure. what's that derived from? Absolutely. So, um, beer, right, mm-hmm. had to go all the way down after, through Africa around, and they needed to be able to last long enough. And so they devised in England, um, a recipe that would actually last that long to be able to get to India. Interesting. And that's how they came, came up, up with, with India. Well, see, Pale. I've learned something new today. Uh, not bad. Thank you. Let's learn something more right now. And uh, it's been around for a little while and, and changed hands. But 1977, there it is. Um, they came up with Summit Steakhouse. And that's where you, uh, Hopi, now our owner, along with your husband, Stephen, who's the chef. And it changed hands in what, June, July? Uh, we actually just took over May 1st of this year. May 1st? Yes. Okay, so I was close, but not close, just like the uh, IPA. <laughs> not, not, you were closer than close I Close enough. <laughs> yeah. Um, why? Why'd you want Summit Steakhouse? Wow, you know, we didn't even know that we wanted Summit Steakhouse until it was kind of uh, placed in front of us as an opportunity. But now that we're in there, it is absolutely one of the most amazing restaurants I've had the honor of being a part of. It's got history. It's got depth. It's um, the 40th anniversary of this restaurant that's made it through in Aurora for 40 years. That's really impressive. Mm-hmm. Which is really interesting, that kind of dichotomy between uh, the history of a restaurant yet being new, right? Or, or new-ish or the perception of um, one of these new restaurants that's been around or been around for just a short period of time. So the shine is worn off the apple. Uh, you've got, you've taken it over. And I mean, let's face it, Summit Steakhouse with as much history that it has just history, uh, within our lexicon means old. And so you, how do you keep that positioning between the history and then being the, the up-and-coming place to where millennials will go, that type of thing. I mean, that has to have been gone through your mind. You know, it really does, because we were a little nervous about the idea of changing the name and changing the concept of it. 
Um, but I think our main focus is just really making sure that we um, respect the iconic value of it at the same time, not get stuck at being old. You know, a lot of restaurants, they're flash in a pan. They show up three years later. They either have to change their name or move on to the next one. And this really has so like heavy roots in Aurora that we are finding it a challenge to bring it into the next century, so to speak. You know, a lot of our guests have been going there for 30, 35 years. They're nervous or nervous, but we have to be brave. We have to be brave in order for it to succeed. So I heard a lot of push and pull within all of that. And I also heard name change. Yeah. So, um, I don't know. I don't know anything about this. There you are with Summit, and you talk about the history. It, so you change the name. Does the history go away with it, or you've just got a building, right? At that point. Well, no, actually, I don't think so. You know, we've taken the last four months that we've been there to really find out who has been going to the summit for as long as they have, and they are really committed and really loyal, as if it's their home. And they're not going anywhere. You can change the paint and you can change the name and you can change, you know, the, the seats in there. But these guests, they are committed and they are loyal. And we feel really grateful to have them there. And they're going to be the ones that help us with this transition. The people who have been there for 40 years. What I just heard were, was um, our steady clientele. They pay the yes. bills. Oh, yeah. They pay the bills. Now, we, Joe. Yeah. <laughs> we also want to be able to prepare for our future for potential people that will dine there for 30 or 40 more years i mean let's face it we're all human beings and we all come on this earth and then leave this earth so you can only be patrons of the summit steakhouse for so many years just by nature um so you have to set up for your future but you also can't alienate your past correct um Changing the name, where does that come into play, and and what was the thought process behind that? And if I was to guess, because I don't know what the name change is, Summit's in there somewhere. I can't tell you. I can't. Well, I can, but I won't. Okay, I'll get it out of you. You'll you'll drop it. (laughs) Well, you know, um, after being there, the idea of keeping the name was on our mind, thinking that maybe we needed to keep it, we needed to keep the value of the um, history of the place, but... Every single person we talked to, they had all these reasons as to why it should be the old summit. And it should go back to this and back in the heyday of the summit. We will never be able to live down the mm-hmm. history mm-hmm. of the summit, not in a bad way or a good way. But we will not be the summit steakhouse in its heyday in 1980. Mm-hmm. We never will again. So to us, it was the idea that we would be constantly spinning our wheels to bring back the summit. Mm -hmm. So we thought, what a better time on its 40th anniversary to give it a new fresh face, a facelift, a remodel, and a new name. And that will, you know, hopefully propel us into that next level of having new customers come in and new guests try us out. I can't tell you how many times I have had people say, oh, I never go to the summit. It's really expensive. Or my grandmother had her 50th birthday party there. So it's always something that people had in the past. This restaurant is so much about the past and it just needs to be part of the future. And it's a brave move. It's a scary move. I cannot lie about that. But we feel really confident that this is really the only way that we can go with this. Great. Yeah, this isn't a willy-nilly type no. of decision-making oh, no. process. No, 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 Many no. <laughs> uh, endless hours of not sleeping and uh, talking it through, I'm yes. sure, uh, with many people that you value their opinions. Um, but again, the ultimate decision is that of yours and your husband. Yeah, he's my business partner and my best friend, and we're in this together, and we are staying true to our original concept. We wavered in our hearts mm-hmm. a little bit as we've gone through this process, but we're sticking with it, and we're confident that this will be something that will be welcome as well as um, cherished for many years to come, I'm hoping. Oh, man, I'm, I'm right there with you. Uh, Aurora, it's an Aurora... Uh, landmark, I want to say, and Hopi Mondale owner, Summit Steakhouse, in studio with us. Do you have a memory of Summit Steakhouse? Uh, 303-713-8255. I rarely do that. Uh, just 303-713-8255. I think it's worth, you know, hearing people. I'd love to hear and, it. And you, and you do often. People tell you all the time, right? This is where I had a birthday party or my parents' anniversary. Or prom. Or, or, so yeah, many things. Beautiful. And, and really, Summit to me is a family gathering place and and uh really high esteem steakhouse that's uh, colorado written all over it 
I'm gonna I'm gonna take a stab at it, but I'm gonna do it when we come back from the break. So we'll take a break here and come back with you. Hope you if you're fine on time. Absolutely. Okay. You brought you. us some food. We're gonna talk about your food. We're gonna talk about your menu. We're gonna cover a lot of ground if you don't mind. This is really cool. Such a treat. Uh, if you have something to say, Summit Steakhouse. Uh, I think that you know there's a chance that if you haven't been there, someone real close. If so, just ask someone sitting next to you. They've probably been there before. And then it's time to right now revisit. Summit Steakhouse, and we'll talk about uh, all of the things and what's changing, what's not changing, and, yeah, which absolutely. is really kind of cool. All right, we'll take that break. Greg Hollenbeck, Jay Parker, Chef Nikki Olst in studio on a lovely Saturday evening. It's 617, the Mile High City. We'll take that break. Be right back. It is the Modern Eater Show on iHeartRadio. Love great food and drinks? Get tips on the best places to eat or discover new bars and restaurants. Follow us on Facebook, facebook.com slash the modern eater. Hot dogs, get your Billy's gourmet hot dogs. Hot dogs for grown-ups and kids alike. Awesome homemade sausages, get your Billy's gourmet hot dogs. Billy's gourmet hot dogs, 100% single-sourced meat. Never any artificial flavors or coloring and always hormone-free. Experience the best dogs you'll ever eat. Just two blocks from Coors Field. A perfect place to sit on a sun-filled outdoor patio and grab a beer and dog before a game. Billy's Hey, it's Greg Holland back for Gluten-Free Things. Are you intolerant or sensitive to gluten? Or maybe you're a gluten-free lifestyler? Is your menu limited because you've eliminated gluten from your diet? Are you missing the taste of foods that traditionally contain gluten? What if I told you that you can add breads, pizzas, muffins, cakes, cookies, waffles, croissants, English muffins, the list goes on right back to your menu. Gluten-Free Things is a local gluten-free and vegan bakery that reintroduces you to the foods you love. Owner John Irvin believes gluten-free shouldn't taste like the box that it's packaged in. Trust me when I tell you the products from his bakery in Arvada are fresh, flavorful, and masterly crafted, leaving you with a product that tastes like the real thing. Simply delicious. The bakery is located in Arvada on 64th and Sims across the street from Arvada West High School. Check out their website at glutenfreethings.com. You'll be amazed with the variety of gluten-free products they make. And chefs, don't leave your gluten-free restaurant guests without options. Contact John at info at glutenfreethings.com. That's info at glutenfreethings.com to see what he can do for you. Give him a shot. 11651 West 64th Avenue in Arvada. It's gluten-free things. My name is Alex Seidel. I'm from Fruition Restaurant, Mercantile Restaurant. You are listening to us on Monard Eater on iHeartRadio. T- All right, back at it on the Modern Eater show. Am I good? I don't hear myself with my headset. Maybe I just turned it down. Oh, there we go. Good job, Greg. 620 in Mile High City, Greg Hollenbeck, Jay Parker, Chef Nikki Olst, and uh, in studio, Hopi Mondale, uh, owner of Summit Steakhouse. And just cool to, I always say, Jay, uh, the, what we talk about in the commercial breaks, it's a pretty cool show <laughs> yeah. in itself. It's its own show for sure. Yeah. I always say the last day that we know that we're going to do mm-hmm. this, just keep the mics on. The whole time. The whole time. Why not? Yeah, put the kids to bed and then, and then, <laughs> yeah. uh, and It'd then. Be a good time. And it's not necessarily terrible. It's just, you know, you get into the inside scoop of stuff with being a, a local Denver guy and talking about Denver history and Aurora and Summit Steakhouse and all the people involved and who does what. It's pretty cool, isn't it, Hopi? It is really cool. And again, I feel so grateful to be a part of it. It's just it's a family. I have a waitress who has been there for 36 years. Wow. Yeah. That's Unbelievable. Impressive. Yeah, it's and great. She loves it. And she loves it. Yep. It's her family. It's her house. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, so, and, and again, that's where, li- okay. Uh, I wanted to take a stab at kind of this brand. I, I love branding. I love marketing. I love business and positioning and that kind of thing. I see this as like Mile High Stadium. Okay. To where. <laughs> right. Right. It's Here it is. All right. I don't know about anything, but you might even be able to just say, no, that's not it. And then you can run with it. All right. Just my idea. Summit Steakhouse. You got to keep Summit in there somehow, some way. Just like Mile High Stadium. You can't get, you can't get rid of So something, something at the Summit Steakhouse. Just like at Mile High. Oh. Well, that's a good guess. <laughs> What's wrong with that? Not as good as a guess as my Indian. Pale ale. <laughs> oh, not, not a good guess. Close? Well, to be honest with you, no. Okay. <laughs> I will give you the hint that Summit is not in the name. Oh. It's not in the name. First letter. S. 
Oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> it's not just called Steakhouse. Second, no, second it's letter. gone, and now it's just called Steaks. When are you going to, is this, when is this going to happen? How, and how are you going to release this information? Oh, we have a huge party next Saturday. A next week Saturday. from today. Okay. Yes, we have a big party for the end of summer. Hazel Miller is playing with her band there. We have a big giant party in the parking lot. And at that time, we will unveil the name. And I'll tell you why I'm not telling anyone. It's very simple. I don't want to hear your opinion. <laughs> oh, before it's, uh, one, yeah. right? before it's actually released. Yes. Uh, so what kind of Greg did to you a little bit? He's like, this is what you should do. And you're no, like, I didn't say what you should do. And, it's not but, you. and I get it. I mean, this isn't a Facebook contest, right? You know, someone's like, well, are you sure you hey, want to name it that? Do you need to uh, take a step out real quick? Um, we're, we're, we're doing a little bit of uh, babysitting this. I'm sorry I'm distracted right now. Um, yes, you're right. Absolutely. That. Summit Steakhouse, very near and dear to a lot of people, and everybody has an opinion. But you've got to really embrace that everybody does have an opinion, because when you don't have opinion, it means that you're apathetic or you don't care. And I'll tell you what, I love hearing everyone's stories. I love hearing everyone's ideas, because in there is a gem. There is always a gem. So I welcome people telling me. My thing is, I've already ordered the sign. <laughs> it's already done. Hopi, let me ask you this, because I'm sure you've had people so said good. this is this is what you should call it, right? Sure, Here's yes. a name. What's the name that someone's given you that you just you had to smile and say, oh, you know, hey, well, that's okay. good. I like and, that. And and but you're like you went and told Stephen, and you're like, can you believe what this person just told me? We should name this. Place? Do you have something that pops in there? There was actually a name called Host, and that was my name, Hopi. My husband's name, Steve, so it was H-O-S-T for Host, which I kind of like. But as far as one I didn't like, someone was like, you got to go back to the Aurora Summit. It uh, used to be called the Aurora mm-hmm. Summit. Oh. And I was like, why would we want to go back? That? <laughs> like, How about this? How about the Aurora Summit Host? I'm like, no, <laughs> not no. going to happen. Signs are ordered. Yeah. So right? the, the great part is we're not telling any of our guests, but we've been giving them hints. Okay, good. So they're all like, okay, I give them a one hint a week. Starts with an S. Has anybody guessed it? No. 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 Wow. Outside yeah. the box. It's one way. Right, now I have to go home because I went to dinner there with, with my gal and we and, and Hopi and her husband, Stephen, the head chef, were kind enough to sit down and really talk to us and get to know us a little bit. And I got it out of her during that dinner because uh, she they didn't have a microphone around. There was a promise. And I, and I, and I wrote it down, though, but I, can't, I <laughs> honestly can't remember it. And uh, I have to go home and find it. Did, was he on his best behavior? Well, I mean, I don't know what his best behavior is. Well, did was, he wear a T-shirt? He wore clothes. He oh, wore well, that's clothes. good. Yeah, right, a good, good. sign. That is a good sign. It wasn't pants optional Friday. That's right. Wait, <laughs> does that happen at the steakhouse? We're trying that. to bring that in. It's not working out. Hey, yeah, happy hour. Uh, <laughs> pants, uh, pants are half off too. Yeah. All right. What's what's changed and what can't you change? Just I cannot change this. This will not change. I have to keep it the same. And then what is uh, I have to change this? You know, the biggest change has been the live music, and that's been the hardest one for us. Um, we had to change that. We could not be a live music venue anymore. Um, and that's been the hardest change because we've had a lot of people's opinion about it, about, you know, they used to go there on Friday nights for live music. So the most difficult one has been live music, but we have to keep the escargot, apparently. Not a fan of escargot, but more than anything, people are talking about the menu and what's going to change on the menu and what best be there on the menu when they get there. And it's the snails. The snails. It's the snails it's the that snails. they need. Is huh? the French like, onion it's not the home roasted prime rib. It's the <laughs> snails. <laughs> you know, it's something that you can't get anywhere else and nobody's really serving it. And so, again, the homage to the classic nature of that restaurant, you know. Absolutely. That's great. The menu, um, a couple menu changes. And please just tell us what you brought back here and uh, staged in the control here room with Stephen. We've been tempting you, Stephen. Uh, we were hoping you'd be uh, one of the first that just dug in. I don't know how you've been able to control yourself so nicely, but you brought a spread for us. What'd you bring? So, like I was saying, we roast all of our prime rib in-house, and my husband is the master of sandwiches. So, we just introduced about seven different prime rib sandwiches. So, I brought wow. you our classic French dip that I heard you're saving for later. 1 a.m. Oh, oh, wait a second. He always puts dibs on dibbed out the French dip already? Yeah, I did. He always dibs the food. That's the benefit of being the host of the show. Fine, we'll give you that. We brought a grumpy old goat, which is arugula and goat cheese and prime rib. That's for Jay. It's actually... they. 
named that after Jay, the grumpy old goat right there. I like hey, that. Hey, uh, you know, goat stands for the greatest of all time, so oh, I'll, okay. I'll take it. Right? I'm just the grumpiest, greatest. <laughs> okay. And then we've got our classic, just a brand new item called Auntie Sue's Artichoke Dip. And this is something that is just, just flying off the shelf. It's Steve's aunt. She brought this recipe to the holidays every single year when he was growing up. And he always said when he had a restaurant, he would integrate it into the menu. And here it is, Auntie Sue's artichoke dip. Oh, man. Perfect. I, I mean, listen, right? It's if that killing. doesn't get you it's to go in the kitchen. Wait, there's more. Oh, there is more. It's dessert yes. time. Dessert. Oh. We make all of our desserts in-house. And we have a be- absolutely wonderful sous chef. His name is Jorge. And he makes all of the desserts from scratch. So we have Oreo cheesecake and then our classic cheesecake, which has just like a little bit of lemon zest in it. It's just light and fluffy and perfect. Oh my goodness! When you got oh my goodness, <laughs> you're not on a diet, are you? I know I am. I come completely <laughs> on a diet, and Greg knows about it. He he's the one that did, basically his, his put me drama, on it, drama uh, queen. Um, <laughs> but I do cheat, and every I, day. I have to pick. And well, I, yeah, it is every day. But Hopi, this is really cool that um, you're sharing with us kind of this transitional period. And and if we weren't at Micro Brew Fest next weekend, I and I encourage everybody that go to Summit. Um, uh, this and and is that when you're going to give the name change out? We are going to unveil the new name. We're going to the how, sign how will get right dropped. Off the sign, yeah. You really oh, yeah. It's so that's really what it's going to be yeah. about. So the unveiling. Look yes. at your your beaming. I'm so excited. I like that. And you kind of inherited a, a new family too, right? Yes, we kept every single one of the staff. Uh, we said, hey, you guys are coming on board. This is your house. Thank you for having us. And we hope that you are coming along on this train because we're moving forward. And I will tell you, we actually thought we would lose some people, but they are on board and they're excited for change. Um, even Patty. Patty's been there for 36 years, like I Look said, and she's just starry eyed over just something That's new. Great. And she wants to be a part of some something big yeah how, how are you going to get the sign up on the the building without somebody seeing it is it going to be installed covered not to you know that no that's actually a really question we're actually the existing sign that's there we have um a vinyl print that's going over it just for that day and then the sign itself will be installed at a later date because uh, there is okay. absolutely no way yeah i was gonna to say listen, to do that. now we do have it painted inside the restaurant we have a big sheet over it so everyone's been trying to peek under there and see oh, what the logo awesome. is but That's she came awesome. in at three o'clock in the morning, our artist, and painted the logo up there on the wall so nobody would see. It's six thirty on six thirty KHOW and iHeart Radio Station, and again talking with Hopi Mondale, owner Summit Steakhouse, and um I wanted to talk to you about this because you're embracing a new family, but I really like that you're not uh, abandoning your roots and where you come from. So uh, Shotgun Willies, right? That's right. There you go. Just jump right into it. It uh, Another just local, famous, historical spot in Colorado. Iconic. Absolutely iconic. Your position there. Uh, I was a senior floor manager and I was there. Um, gosh, I started about 15 years ago as a cocktail waitress. And then I went into hospitality elsewhere, into hotels, and Debbie Matthews, the owner of Shotguns, was good enough to have me back eight years ago, and I've been managing there ever since. And it's been a hell of a ride, and I've met some of the best people in my life. Absolutely. And I think everybody in Denver has, just like Summit Steakhouse, has gone through Shotgun yes, Willies. It's actually you say you apropos. have it, you know you have. <laughs> um, moving Shotguns, that's a whole different thing. They've just kind of moved a little bit back. But, uh, again, one of those places that, uh, you know, the Glendale Ballerina and uh, the Glendale Ballet, and I know, uh, including myself, it's like the people that I've met in Denver and how much these landmarks mean to them, that it's interesting to see that you entrenched in one, but you're embedded in two, two yes. of these landmarks. And and I would have to imagine that um, along with your husband and Chef Stephen, that that probably was a big portion of how you pay the bills. It was the the portion of how yeah. I paid the bills, you know, and it's also really the thing that propelled me to that next level. Just the education that I got and the experience I got in hospitality from Shotgun Willies gave me the confidence to be in a position that I even can walk in and expect that I know anything. Right. You know, this and is I, what we've trained yeah, for. Absolutely. <laughs> now let's get them. And I still actually own the kitchen at Shotgun Willies. Do you really? I do. 
Look at you, girl. Yeah, that's awesome. Huh? Yeah. Man. Two steakhouses, what? What kind, of it? what kind of food do they do over there? Oh. Over at Shotguns. Well, we do all kinds of food, just like a lot of really premium bar mm-hmm. food. We make everything from scratch. We have a yeah. great steak program at Shotguns. We do T-Bone Tuesday over there. So, you know, it's kind of like my satellite restaurant, and I still get to kind of... Um, indulge in shotgun willies a little bit once a week when yeah. I go check on the kitchen. And, and I, I believe that'll it. help uh, propel you uh, with what you're doing with your new business endeavors as well. Absolutely. Sure. Yeah. Uh, just so cool to, to have these conversations. These are the ones that I really dig. As you can tell, I get into this <laughs> stuff. Uh, keep you just for a couple more minutes. We'll yeah, take a quick break. Come back. We'll do that. Uh, don't forget in the kitchen and uh, Catavella. Chef Elise Wiggins. We talked to, we caught up with uh, Chef Elise, I don't know, I want to say six months ago, something it like that. Prior when to we were trying to, to get, get the, the name out of her. Get the name out <laughs> she of was her. going through the same thing, <laughs> opening her new place, and she wouldn't tell us the name. And uh, so now it's open and it's there, and I hear that it's fantastic. It is. So we'll talk about that in the kitchen with Chef Elise Wiggins. We'll do that, and then we'll give away more tickets to Micro Brew Fest. It's just right around the corner. Uh, it's a great Colorado beer festival, and it's Micro Brew Fest on September 23rd, 1 to 5 p.m. 35 bucks, all of the beers you can handle. It's unlimited pours with 50 uh, craft breweries, and, and it's going to be a great time for sprawling acres downtown. We'll give away a couple more tickets, uh, probably in the next hour, but microbrewfest.beer is where you can get tickets and information. We'll be back in a flash, and we're going to talk about uh, Summit Steakhouse and their big party next Saturday and how you can uh, join in with all the fun. Greg Hollenbach, Jay Parker, Chef Nikki Ols, the Modern Eater Show right here, iHeartRadio. So maybe you have a restaurant and aren't making as much money as you'd like. Perhaps you need help with food costs or ideas on improving your menu. Get help now. Email Greg and the chef today. TheModernEater at gmail.com. What is it, Cooper? Brews beers? Denver's only all-Belgian-style brewery? And dogs are welcome? Good boy, Cooper. Brews Beers. Sip on classic Belgian styles and unique Belgian-inspired beers. They also have a large selection of award-winning, small-batch, handcrafted artisan ales, daily food trucks, and plenty of free parking. On Mondays, enjoy half-price drafts. Tuesdays, it's half-price crowlers. Wednesdays is trivia night. And don't miss American Craft Beer Week, May 15th through the 21st. If you like Belgian beers, Brews Beers is the best place to hang in Colorado. 67th and Pecos in Midtown. Call 303 beer that's 303-650-2337 and online at brewsbeers b-r-u-z beers.com rocker spirits it's a distillery it's a place to hang it's about quality it's about taste it's about passion Infused with American spirit, rocker whiskey, rocker rum, rocker vodka. Get ready for an original look, feel, and experience. Old Town Littleton. And have you ever had pizza from a thousand degree oven? Great pizza from Sprezzatora. Open Thursdays, Fridays, Saturdays, and Sundays. Rockerspirits.com. Rockerspirits.com. This is the Modern Eater Show at Troy Guard Tag Restaurant Group. I'll see you guys soon. My name is Jennifer Jasinski, and I'm listening to the Modern Eater Show on iHeartRadio. Right back at it, having a great time. Greg Hollenbach, Chef Nikki Oltz, and Jay Parker in studio right here in the iHeart Studios on 630 How, talking to Hopi Mondale. We'll catch up with Mark Whistler from the Goods Restaurant uh, attached to the Tattered Cover in about three minutes here. But with just this couple of minutes left here. Now, Jay, you said you went? Yes, yes. Uh, Amazing. I was just going to ask, are you guys still going to do the summit, uh, the Chateau Briand? Because I did that for the first time ever, and it was I was completely blown away and impressed with how they actually cut it uh, table side. Oh, that stays. That, that stays. stays. Okay. French onion soup stays. The yes, exactly. Yes, the uh, uh, Caesar salad. All of our steaks. We've got some great things on the menu. You know, we are not going to take those things away. But and now sandwiches. Sandwiches. I love sandwiches. that. Man, I'm so, I could live off I mean, sandwiches. why not? That's my husband. He's the sandwich king. <laughs> what can people expect next weekend when they go to the historic Summit Steakhouse? We have a big party in our parking lot in Hazel Miller. 
That is cool. our headline. I mean, really, icon- you just yes. went iconic all around. Yeah. Right? You're not pulling any punches. No, I'll tell you, she was she was such a gift, and she was like, loves the Summit Steakhouse, and she's honored to be there herself, so it's not just, you know, a one-sided situation, but we'll have food outside, we'll have street food, tacos, beer, wine, all in the parking lot, just a big party, free to the public. So that you don't have to buy tickets. Sorry to trump your beer fest. <laughs> I doubt you have 50 breweries, but whatever. But we do. It uh, starts at 3 o'clock. We'll have some live art. We have um, a body painter. We've just got fire spinners. Just a bunch of fun. Bring the kids. So, Bring you know, the dog. Theoretically, they could go to the brew fest and, and still make it to, to the party, party and plenty of time to get a steak. I mean, double book. Just say Do it. Just I'm that into that. Bar program. Bar program. How's that going? It's going great, actually. We have a great wine program. Wine and steak go great together. Mm-hmm. When I got there, the tequila game was pretty weak. So I've been working on the tequila. Like That's that. my jam right there. <laughs> um, but um, as far as the bar is concerned, we've got happy hour seven days a week from 3 o'clock to 7. Half off appetizers, half off drinks. Not just well drinks, call drinks as well. So come on in between 3 and 7 and get a little bit of a taste of what the summit is on happy hour. I love it. I love how she calls them call drinks, you know. <laughs> like you can tell right away that that's yeah. somebody that, that's in the <laughs> business, and, right? and somebody is going like, "Well, I, I don't call? know what, what I do don't I call know what them." That means. <laughs> you know, yeah. Call ahead of time, yeah. yeah reserve yeah. one, reserve, reserve me three of those. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> really cool that uh, you've shared your time with us here today, and we spent about forty minutes. We could have spent another forty minutes with you and just talked about everything. Uh, I'm looking forward to getting in there and seeing what's stayed, what's changed. I understand you're great. Uh, woodwork is wonderful. That oh you're doing. yes, we've done a lot of remodels. Yeah, you yeah. figure out really um, what your other marketable skills are when <laughs> when you own something, right? Yeah, you this do like, definitely. Hey, do. look it, I'm a plumber. Hey, I have I'm no- a painter. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Who knew? I, I had no idea I could do all of these things. Yes. Uh, Junior electrician. It's, it's all hands on deck at that Absolutely. point, right? And it's so fun. You We're do. there every day, all day, and it's just a blast. You got to do it. You do. Yeah, it's love. Hey, listen, um, how late are you going to be getting down next Saturday? You know until the city shuts us down. So we'll call it 11, but then we'll move inside if we have to. Maybe I can uh, get this old goat next to me, Jay Parker, and after the show next Saturday, maybe we'll pay you a visit. I'd love it. Come in for just like an after-dinner, after-event shot of tequila on me. Congratulations. I'd love that. I really would. And uh, we're contributing members of of Summit Steakhouse, so please, let us us be patrons. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you so much. There she is, Hopi Mondale. And uh, I have a feeling she's going to be around the show early and often. She's cool. She's cool. I'm bringing you food. Can't get rid of her. That's right. Hey, loyalty goes a long ways with us. And then you feed us. And that's the double right there. Uh, So thanks again. Absolutely. Enjoy your sandwich at 1 a.m. I will. I'm one of those guys that uh, come uh, about midnight to 1 a.m. There's another meal that comes comes across and um, tonight I have a good one. Half of the food I eat I call underwear food because that's when I eat it is in the underwear. <laughs> I don't know if we can yeah. market that. No, I don't, I don't know. know. I don't know. I'm working on it. You never know. Okay. You I never mean, know. Jay and I are, are um, pretty uh, atypical. I mean, I don't know. I mean, we're guys. We're something. We're guys. Uh, speaking of another guy, here he is. Um, Mark Whistler. Can, are, are you with us, Mark? I'm here, yeah. The Goods Restaurant. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Uh, Saturdays at the Goods, and not only Saturdays, but all week long, but in particular, uh, you, I, I mean, listen, I keep track of pretty much all the things that you do over at the Goods, but you got a good thing coming up, and we need to talk about your variety show, Mark. Cool. Yeah, that sounds great. We have our, uh, our Bring Your Own Vinyl Night as well. FYI. Let's talk about the variety show, and then we'll go on in to bring your own vinyl night, and then we'll do cover everything else. Cool, sounds good. The variety <laughs> night, Mark. Mark, ready, set, go. Oh, you want me to talk about it? I always thought you were going to talk about it. No, uh, no. Yeah, yeah. So we're, we're pretty excited. It's uh, it's a local comedian by the name of Amy Barbie. She's truly amazing. Um, for her first show, she brought in um, Chris Fonseca, who's pretty pretty famous comic and uh, we packed the house so it was a, a very successful evening and we've been doing it every um, Saturday on the final Saturday of the month since so the variety show uh, will of course take place on the final Saturday of this month and then uh, the following month in October as well which will actually be a masquerade party too that's cool so the details so at the goods restaurant and uh, the date for that again 
Uh, it's just the, the final Saturday of every every month. I'm not sure what the actual day is. For this uh, this month. month, it's the 30th, yes. I believe. 30th. Yep, the yeah. 30th. So that'll be cool. 2550 yeah. East Colfax. And, and for that, that, that starts at about uh, 9.30 p.m. Oh, perfect. All right. Tuck the kids in and call the babysitter and let's get down at the goods. It's attached to the Tattered Cover building across from East High School. So many great things going on. The food is delicious. Neighborhood eatery. A little something for everybody includes vegan, vegetarian, gluten-free, along with uh, you you cover the carnivores as well. So everybody's uh, covered. Sourcing is fantastic at the goods restaurant. Uh, You guys don't cut corners when it comes to your food and your bar program. Hospitality is on point. You can always find mark there helping out just uh pitching in a hand it, what's really cool about you being the owner of the goods restaurant is there's no job too big no job too small and that's really what you pride yourself in isn't it mark yeah anyway if you're a real real owner you're in, in the trenches every day that's right not too sure. good to run catch up you know what I mean? Yeah, or change toilet paper. <laughs> That's right. And, uh, you know, anything that you need to do any given night. So Mark's one of the most approachable, uh, sweetest guys that you know, and he really pays uh, deep attention to every little aspect of his business so much that when we look at his happy hours from 3 to 6 and 9 to close every single night, that's a Friday and Saturday night, too. Uh, dog-friendly, the brunch is incredible, the interchangeable bottomless. That means if you got a mimosa and you want to switch to the bloody, and you want to go to a mule, uh, you're not going to tie anybody's hands up. You're going to let them go, right? Yeah, that's right. I think we're about the only people in town who have an interchangeable bottomless. Hey, listen, it'll catch on, and, uh, you know, that'll be good for everybody else. But the goods is doing it right now. You mentioned bring your own vinyl on Mondays, so there it is. Uh, Nikki, Chef Nikki, she's uh, she's one of these gals that has a lot of vinyl, and I think she's probably going to be in line waiting there with uh, her Thriller album. Yeah, can I bring Dirty Dancing as the soundtrack to play one night? To- totally, but you have to scratch them together. Oh, oh goodness gracious! I'll try. <laughs> we'll see how that goes. I think uh, Nikki would be perfect to even host one of these things for you, Mark. Hey, you bet. Come on down. Well, I'm in. We're just, happy. We we actually just uh, as a co-host, we um, just uh, picked up uh, Al from KTTL. So I think uh, that would be great. You can you can co-host with him. That's really cool. So spend uh, a minute just talking about. Here's why you need to come visit us at the Goods Restaurant. I'm sorry, what was that, Greg? Just spend the, the next minute to tell us all why they should come in and visit us at the Goods Restaurant. Well, we're just a super friendly neighborhood bar and grill. We have uh, vegan, vegetarian, and uh, also meat dishes for the carnivores. We uh, really uh, care about our families and our community, and uh, we uh, ultimately just try and provide an exceptional experience with incredible organic food. And here's what I have to say. Your cheeseburger, uh, best in town, right there. I'll say it right now. Thanks. I appreciate it. We work pretty hard on it. Absolutely delicious. Mark Whistler, uh, you're one of these guys to where, you know, you want a dining experience. You want to go hang out at a cool neighborhood bar. You're you're out and about with your family and you want a safe place for your kids to play while you're enjoying your your uh, friends and family. It's the Goods Restaurant. They have everybody covered. 2550 East Colfax Avenue in Denver. It's 80206. It's in my backyard. It's the Goods Restaurant. Thanks, Mark. Thanks for having me on, guys. You betcha. There he is, Mark. Go in and see Mark. Go go see go to the summit go to the, the goods. Uh, these places are all really. We're bringing it to you. Uh, you know that we really really enjoy. It's not uh, Applebee's. You, you know uh, the, we like those places. We like to wear with the owners there, and you can meet them and talk to them and hear what they're doing. Well, not only that, but um, it's something to wear the care and uniqueness of family-owned and operated restaurants. It shines through because we talk about the business end and the staffing, and um, it's, there's a lot of heartburn involved in it. And the, the profit margins are slim, and the food costs and the bar program, and it can be overwhelming. And there's not anybody in this business um, that has it completely figured out. Uh, you're in it for the love of it. And that love shines through, and that's what makes you successful or not. Absolutely. And we see it here, too, right? With, yeah, with Hopi. With Hopi Mondo. And, right? and, and the people in the restaurant business, Greg, especially the owners and the people that do this every day, these are real people. When you talk to them, like just sitting here talking with Hopi, yeah. and you guys just met, you can tell yeah. she's a real gal. Yeah, and they're all bat dirt crazy. Oh, no, oh, they're no. not yeah. sane. Mixes. No. <laughs> it's fine. you got to be a little to be in the industry, I'll tell you what. <laughs>
And That's I don't right. know if it's the industry that does it to you or if you do it to the industry or they just land that yeah, way. No, but sanity wasn't part of but it. But those yeah. are all the people I want to hang out with. Um, this gal's perfectly sane, though, coming up. Totally, totally sane. Chef Elise Wiggins. Captivella, what does that stand for again in Italian? I also don't know that. It's Naughty Girl. Naughty Girl. Naughty Girl. I love it. There you go. Naughty Girl. Well, the Naughty Girl coming up. Chef Elise Wiggins next on the Modern Eater Show on iHeartRadio. Love great food and drinks? Get tips on the best places to eat or discover new bars and restaurants. Follow us on Facebook, facebook.com slash themoderneater. You're thirsty. You want a drink, a swig, something to quaff, imbibe. You want bogeys, beer, and wine. 400 craft beers. We're talking lagers, suds, brewskis, you name it, they got it. 170 whiskeys, hooch, moonshine, bourbon, scotch. It's enough for any gin joint. The guy who runs it? Kyle Moyer. He's a connoisseur. Guy really knows his stuff. You want wine? Kyle says there's plenty of great wine right here. Local, you know. Family owned. Make your taste buds come alive. Bogey's Beer and Wine. It's a shop, a store, an emporium, a flavor factory for distilled spirits. Right next to the Crafty Fox Tap House and Pizzeria, near I-25 and 38th on Fox Street. You like beer, whiskey, and wine? This is the beginning of a beautiful friendship. Go to bogeysbeer.com. It's a tap house. It's a pizzeria. Tap house. Pizzeria. Mamma mia, it's a booth. The Crafty Fox Tap House and Pizzeria. Named one of the hottest new bars in Denver by Zagat. 60 rotating taps dedicated to delicious craft beer. With permanent Russian River Blind Pig handle. The Crafty Fox Tap House and Pizzeria. The most heavenly pizza you've ever tasted. The freshest ingredients. Baked to perfection. This menu, they use the same ingredients that they use to make it the craft. With two outdoor patios, including a rooftop deck, with a majestic view of downtown Denver, located just a mile north of Coors Field. Let's play ball! 3901 Fox Street in Denver. It's a tap house. It's a pizzeria. It's It's both. The Crafty Fox Pizzeria and Tap House, where Craft is their middle name. Check them out at craftyfox.beer. All right, trying to get a hold of Lise Wiggins right now, and she's in the kitchen, so you know how that is. If you're busy, you're busy, but uh, we'll catch up with Elise Wiggins. If not, we'll give away some more tickets to Micro Brewfest, but right now, it's time for a uh, Jeff Rourke and A-Plus Beverage Solutions. Here's another great family-owned and operated business. He's putting faucets all around town, and... Um, it's all about efficiency. When you're installing tap lines, doing a build out, or you're going to change some out if you want some new wine, water, nitro lines, beer, he's the one who's trusted all over the place. And Punchbowl Social uh, flies them around endlessly throughout this nation, and they've got a new build out in Stapleton that's coming, uh, Old Chicago Highlands Ranch, uh, Old, uh, Old Chicago Rock Springs, Wyoming. Uh, they're doing so many great things. The F and G and Troy Gard's new place in, in Highlands. He's doing the build out there as well. Jeff Rourke and A plus beverage solutions. It's re- really, uh, bar business owners, restaurant owners, bar owners, breweries. If you are not pouring efficient beer, what are you doing? Nikki? You're pouring your money down the drain. Don't pour your money yes! down the drain. You need to go with Jeff Rourke and A plus beverage solutions. Do the smart deal and get that A plus on your report card. Give them a call 720. 720- Two seven two thirty eight zero nine seven two zero two seven two thirty eight zero nine. It's Jeff Rourke and A Plus Beverage Solutions. Whose cuisine reigns supreme? You're listening to the Modern Eater Show, the ultimate gourmet challenge, and it's time for In the Kitchen. Yes, it is time for In the Kitchen right here on iHeartRadio. Great calling back, Chef Nikki Olst and Jay Parker. And uh, we're kind of just in a, one of those holding flight patterns for Elise Wiggins over there with her new restaurant, Cattivella, which Jay Parker and his lovely had the opportunity to go over there and enjoy some fine dining at Cattivella. So as we try and get Elise Wiggins on the horn, 
uh, we'll do a little giveaway. Why not? Micro Brew Fest next weekend. 50 craft breweries. It's a great Colorado beer festival, and you can come join us in four sprawling acres downtown Denver. Uh, just looking forward to it. Hundreds of beers are going to be poured, Jay. It's going to be just incredible. I mean, music, food, uh, tickets, yard are games. great. People aplenty. Mm-hmm. Food trucks, yard games. Uh, this is one of these things that, um, and I feel terrible because breweries are hit up early and often for every single festival in the world so you want to make it worthwhile for the brewing community as mm-hmm. well and mm-hmm. I think we've put together an equation that uh, I'm hoping that they really enjoy too and embrace this well, beer festival I mean the response so far that has to do with the IPA competition and you know if you come out on top what you do what you get what you win and uh, so far they're all real excited and the judging panel of this thing with Charlie Gotten Kinney over there from Brews Beers mm-hmm. I mean this is uh, legitimate this is legitimate uh, competition, national uh, judge, you know, uh, running the show. It's uh, it's pretty impressive. Uh, in studio, Renegade Brewing Company. Loving that. Ben Uncles, he's going to join us here in just a little bit. And then we'll have on uh, Dave, um, Dave from Scott Brewing Company. And I'm looking forward to talking to Dave because one of my favorites is their, uh, their True Blonde. The True Blonde. That's a good beer. It's a it's really a good, good beer. beer. And then I've been drinking Up Slopes Lager, and I really enjoy that, too. But some of the dailies, and I'm looking forward to talking to Renegade, who will be pouring beer as well. They will. At my they will. And they'll be pouring beer uh, in studio in about uh, 25 minutes. from now. 303-713-8255. We've got a uh, pair of tickets for you. 303-713-TALK. Here it is. Just uh and we'll we'll bring this into the next hour. This should be an easy one because we want to make sure craft beer lovers are going to this. Mm-hmm. So we asked what IPA was. It's funny. IPA really... You think you know it. You think you do. I mean, I thought I did, and I even said it wrong. And I'm t- I'm talking to it's brewers every day. So IPA was our, and we we had a had somebody. They were able to do that, but we want to hear five different styles of beer. Ooh. Just real easy. Five different yeah, styles of beer. I think I could do that. Three zero three seven one three eight two five five. The first person to name five different styles of beer. Hey, but Stephen, this time uh, l- let me mess around with them on the air, okay? <laughs> Don't just do all the fun stuff back there. And then the, see, we've already got. Some, let's play around with this here real quick. Uh, oh, did you hang them? Oh, never mind. Three zero three seven one three eight two five five. Cool. So we'll do that. Chef Elise, Elise Wiggins. I don't think she's going to make it. I'm trying to get her. I'm shooting her some text. Uh, I will say this, and so we can forgive her because she donated uh, a, a cooking class for two what? to the show that we can give away. Where you go down, she has a personal thing. You sit down, she teaches you how to cook some stuff. That's amazing. Can I just take that? No, sure. me and you, Nikki. Can, okay, Greg and I are going to go, and we're going to uh, Nikki. Tape you it know, you're a chef. I know, but she's kind of like a chef she's a crush of mine. She's kind of a big deal. You're, really? That's your girl kind of, crush? Yeah, a little. Yeah, a little. Hey. We are, listen, and here's the time. So, awesome. Nikki, you're in the kitchen today. All Great. right. Where have you been? Oh, goodness. Today I was at the Botanic Gardens eating. I was there on Thursday, too. And then I have been recently to, where's Elf? Goodness. Really? I've been working a lot. Stop it. That's true. Football oh, you have. season. So. All right. Uh, football has started. Football has started. It changes a few things. It changes things. everything. Oh, um, we have somebody that's here. it. Here, here, Tell us. Okay, five different styles of beer. What do you got? That would be uh, lager, porter, India pale ale. Uh, <laughs> how many is that? Three. <laughs> Three. Uh, half a weasel. Um. <laughs> I, I thought After I knew. Three, I drank enough beer. You're still up. you're still at three. All right, he didn't get it. Three zero three seven one three eight two five five. That's a vice center. That right? was that hilarious. But you yeah. notice he got India Pale Ale. Correct. Well, oh, that's because he heard us earlier in the show. The, hey, I listen, gave him one today. The best part of that whole you wouldn't think that was very difficult. <laughs> the best part of the whole thing is him asking how many was that. You know, after he does three. <laughs> Oh, okay. oh man, right. three. Well, right that's uh, no, that was Not that bad. was worth coming in studio. Oh that the was beers golden. are abound over here, by the way. I yeah. love it. Uh, Renegade in studio and Ben Uncles. Got, I mean, it's just the obvious one in the room. But you know, when you're in school, Ben Uncles is there. Uncle, Uncle's Uncle ben. ben, where is he? <laughs> <That's> <laughs> what, I'm sure that's yes, never happened. Yes, indeed, that's happened <laughs> once or twice. Uh, we can do that. Well, in. Nikki, we'll see you next weekend for Micro Brewfest. I cannot wait to Looking try forward all to it. 50 beers. 
I okay, love I it. probably won't be able to dry that many. Maybe do a little. I'll try at least can. five. I'll know at least five. I'll know that answer. And I say, do your homework. Check it out. Microbrewfest.beer. Do your homework. Figure out what you you, you know a plan of attack. Great I'm, American Beer Festival. Yes. I love it. It's I like mean, the listen, precursor. It, it, but it's one of those things where you can't do it all. We'll be back for the drinker show.